from time to time, you're going to get a couple of my friends that are going to come on and have, I call these conversations, conversations to help you understand you in life and how to engage, encounter, and empower. And she is also a business owner, um, a coach. I call her a coach because I, I got introduced to her many, many years ago, and I'm talking over a decade ago when I was my first season on Facebook because I came off of Facebook for three years. And um, she used to do this. She knew that was coming. She used to do this January 1st consecration. And it was so powerful. Seven days of just being consecrated. She'd come on uh, social media and do um, this like empowerment segment to everyone who signed up. And that is how I got introduced to Colette there. And what you don't want to be doing, talking I actually clean houses. Um, over the weekend and yesterday, I don't like cats. Cats don't like me, and cat allergies have been hampering me for the past 24 hours. So I'm going to get back up into the mix here inside the lab, in the captain's chair, and we're moments away from a conversation with Dr. Colette James, your best life, right here inside Night Moves HDQ. back at it. It's Michael back here in the lab and on the phone. You know, you never have fun with all this technology. It's, I don't like it. I don't like, I was contemplating doing the video that I'm like, when I don't have my assistant, I have trouble. (laughs) And that's just technology and me don't make sense. So it's always something different. I'm with Dr. Coilette James. And as I was saying, I have known Dr. James for quite a while. Here, Dr. Coyle. Welcome to the, the show, by the way. Thank you so much. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited because we wanted to do this before, but I was under the weather, and I've, I've known of you, and we've been in fellowship for years yes. when you were in Vegas. Yes, yes. And I was sitting here thinking, when do we connect? Because you always want to kind of have this connection point and I just said well this is God so God has said you connected here and we've stayed in contact and you guys are in for a, a not a surprise but an awesome conversation so we have conversations here in the lab and this is one I, I am excited about and um, Dr. thank you honestly and it's not like podcast talk or radio talk it, it's, I sincerely say thank you because I've been following as a strong woman of God, an encourager to my soul and spirit over these uh, over a decade, it appears. So I want to say thank you. 
so much. I, you know, we, we go back to MySpace, um, Apostle. So, you know, we go back a long Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is so crazy. We go back a really, really long, long time. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. You said yeah. MySpace. So that is a long time ago. And for those of you who are listening, you may not even know about MySpace, but it was king back in the day. And we, I thought when I was on MySpace, I thought I'd write because there were so many people, you know. So that's kind of cool. That just brings that back. That's what I'm saying, a kingdom point. And I wanted to have this conversation. And, you know, we're coming off of what we've been dealing with here in America on top of the plagues on top of the economy on top of you know buffalo and the shootings down and then over this weekend the plethora of shootings and i was putting this show together and i was like what do i want to talk to colette about because i had a whole bunch of questions around the kingdom because you had this awesome book i want to talk about and you came off of this conference i'm so wanting to hear about because i think it was a conference for women am i correct Yes, it was a Global Women's Thrive Summit, and we have from all over the world literally as a part of it. Oh, gosh. I know you, so I got I to double back the bus here. Who is Dr. James? Can you please inform us to who Dr. James is, please? I'm so sorry. She is the daughter of the multi. That, that is who she is. That is who she is. And she is so grateful um, to be and join air with Christ. You know, everything stems from that, Apostle. Everything, everything. Um, stems from there. And um, God has blessed my life. Um, I am um, the wife of one husband. <laughs> um, the mother of two children, grandmother to eight, grandmother to four and a half. I've got my fifth one due in September. So um, God has been really really faithful in my life and I just you know I I am so grateful because I know without him I would not yet live without a doubt so you know everything stems from him and I'm just you know I am a humble servant unto him and at the same time a kingdom ambassador my role in both places as servant leader so I'm grateful you are humble and I you know as you're listening to the show, this episode right here, I want you to really dig in. Because when I say she is a woman influencer, she is all that. And this, this conversation in your best life and what I know about you, you are a, a, a huge proponent of living your best life. What does that mean to you for someone who is struggling with, you know, people... Um, Someone may be trying to live their best life and just struggling and just, you know, can't get traction. What what does that mean to you, your best life? I think this is because everything I know about you is so centered around this this key component as you truly desire women to live their best life.
to someone else's dilemma, problem, question, or what have you. He knew that there would be people that he would literally give us as kingdom assignments to help them in their journey through life. And likewise, there are people that he's assigned to us to do the same thing for us. So it's vitally important that we understand because we were created on purpose or a purpose, we are not connected to that purpose, then we're not living our best life. And, it, and it's so phenomenal to me that you would even ask me that question because I actually teach um, a course on unleashing the power of your brilliance by embracing your uniqueness. Oh my God. And the whole, the whole crux is to make sure that you tap into the innermost part of your being, that place where God resides, so you can connect to the source of Mm. So that you can unleash the brilliance of who he is. And it's just, it's just it's amazing that God, just the way he designs us, mm-hmm. it just mm-hmm. blows my mind. You know, and, and that's why I said because he's so strategic, he appointed this specific time in eternity to birth you forth in the earth realm because this was the era or the time in which he needed to use you. Well, that's huge. And so, yeah, it's it, it, so we we're not again. It's not just just because that you're here. It's because that God has purpose for you at this appointed time. At this appointed time, I want to read to you, if you don't mind, Apostle um, Isaiah sixty and one out of the Amplified, yeah. so that you can really understand the power of your brilliance. Out of the Amplified, it says, Arise from spiritual depression to a new life. Shine. Be radiant with the glory and brilliance of the Lord, for your light has come, and the glory and brilliance of the Lord has risen upon you. So if you've not tapped into that glory and that brilliance of God, then you're not living your, your best life. You're, you're living unfulfilled. You're living in a place of discontentment, despair in some places, depression. There are are so many that don't even want to get out of bed in the morning because they're not connected to that that purpose for which God has created them. Once we connect to our purpose, and we can only do that when we connect with the source of that purpose, which is God, then we can couple the passions that he has given us with our purpose, and then we find fulfillment. We find contentment. We find our, our niche in life. We find our assignments. We can... We can then begin not to just exist or survive, but to live and to thrive. So that's that's why it's so important that we stay connected to our source. That's why it is so vitally important that we we tap into the purpose for which we were created. And the purpose of a thing can only be known in the mind of the creator. And you have a creator, so I'm like <laughs> I'm so Spellbound. This is really kind of cool because I'm telling you, if you're listening or you know someone, I mean, you you spoke to it, Doctor. I call you Elder Colette, but Doctor Colette, you spoke to this thing right, sitting in bed, and how many women are being marginalized right now is mind blowing to me, and and coming through whether spiritual abuse, physical abuse sexual abuse, 
And what you just said, tap into your inner, your inner purpose connected to the soul. What if that bridge is broken? I mean, I, I, I am sure in your lifespan, serving, ministering, counseling, influencing, you have come across women who the bridge is broken. Listen, Apostle, I was one of those women, okay? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I can definitely identify. Mm. When, when I, I've been walking with the Lord now 34 years this year, mm. and I'm 66. So those first um, 32 years, <laughs> yeah, my bridge was definitely broken. Um, but it, it's, it's a matter of when, when you realize something is wrong, and this is why it's so important to to connect with someone that's walked through it, okay? and especially I, I, I'm called to leaders more than anything, and the reason for that is because leaders don't have anybody to go to. Mm-hmm. They feel a sense of shame if that bridge is broken, mm-hmm. if they're feeling disconnected, because they feel like everybody is, is looking to them and expecting them mm-hmm. to have all the answers mm-hmm. and to lead them. And when they're walking in despair, I'm sure you know that the suicide rate pastors and church leaders are off the charts. Off the charts. Yes. Off the charts. And that's because they don't feel that they can talk to anybody. They don't feel that anybody would understand. And in fact, they don't understand. So they don't even, it's like on the surface and all around them, Everything should be wonderful, okay? Mm-hmm. But within them, there's a void. And they know God, okay? It's not that they don't know God, they've lost that connection. And the first thing you have to do is first find someone that you can trust to talk to, someone that's not going to sit in judgment, not going to, to shake their finger in your face, but that first and foremost can listen, okay, can listen. And then they can help you back to the trauma where it first began because when you've lost that connection and especially when you're walking with God, see this is what people fail to understand. They think that once you get saved, everything is a piece of cake Come on. and you know, and it's all good and you should never be in despair Come on. you should never have those down moments and all of that. I'm here to tell you that's a lie from the city hell. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. You know, because the warfare intensifies once you're walking with the Lord, the attacks on your life intensify. And so there are times when, you know, you, that, that you feel disconnected. Now, the, the blessing about God is he never disconnects in you. Right. But you feel disconnected. And so we have to trace back to, well, where did that feeling of disconnection start? Where, where did you first experience the step back? Okay, where you, you know, you, you went a different way, maybe. Maybe you walk in disobedience, or maybe you were attacked so vehemently by somebody or by the enemy that it caused you to step back. It caused you to dim your light. And then there's layers. It's like once the first trauma happened, then the enemy feels like you're vulnerable and he just keeps piling it on. And this happened and that happened and the next thing happened. And before you know it, you you literally, you have disconnected. This is why it's so important to have those alone times with God. Yep. 
no matter what stage you're in, yep. be it a babe in Christ, be it an adolescence, be it full grown, be it in your mature years. Yep. It is so important that you have those alone times with God. You can't be so busy doing the work of God that you miss the presence of God. Ooh, ooh, say that one more time. That was awesome. You can't, you can't be so busy doing the work of God that you miss the presence of God. See, I just wrote this down. I think you said step back versus step back. Yeah, I did. I said step back. That's exactly what I That's said. That's exactly what I that right. I, wrote, I had to write that down. A step back versus a setback. Oh, that's powerful. Because there are so many of, of father's daughters who come to the bridge, and the bridge is exploded or imploded, and then there's that step back. And it's like there are other women across the bridge who put an extended arm out and say, come on, you got this. You got this, sis. I'll catch you. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that setback sets you up for that setback. Oh, that. Yes. 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 Oh, my God. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. This because is now you, you disconnected. Yes. I say God never disconnects. You you allowed your fear, your doubt, your disappointment to come in and cause you to step back. Mm. And cause you to step back instead of just. I am a believer in the power of words. Okay, because God spoke everything into existence. Yes. Your words are vital. So if you're being attacked and that's all you're rehearsing, then that's all you're putting into your atmosphere. Come on. When you're being attacked, that's not the time to step back. Just rehearse what's happening to you. That's the time to step forward, step up, and rehearse the word of God. No, God, you say it. Right. <laughs> all these things would work to my good because I love you, okay? Mm. And I am called according to your purpose. Mm-hmm. So no matter what I'm experiencing right now, you will turn it around to my good. It may not feel good right now, but I trust you that there will come a day where I'll look back and I'll see your hand in it and say it was good that you have looked at me. This is beautiful. I don't see it right now. I don't. And you, you're honest with God. Yeah. You're honest, but no matter what I see or what I feel right now, I'm going to continue to walk forward in what you're calling me to. Right. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. Right. The enemy will tell you, you messed up so bad, there is no way that God can use you. You tell the enemy, you are lying, because I didn't get kicked out. You okay. <laughs> you keep going. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Did you did you and bury it? Okay. 
because you thought he was such a cruel taskmaster, and so you wanted to give it back to him when he came around to see what you did with it? Oh, my gosh. That doesn't give you blessing. See, this, Take the risk. <laughs> no, this this reminds me. I did, a, I did my one and only women's conference years ago up in Madison, Wisconsin. And it was so intimate. I'm having that same moment that I had in that room with women because it, this is creating an opportunity for liberation. And if you're listening to this, and, and give some insight. Because Absolutely. you're part of the program. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yes. You're part of this because you can block the, you can block the gate or you can encourage and support to get across the bridge. You know, we need you fellas. This is this, you know, and I let me let me just put this out here. I am a fiercely independent woman. Okay, I was raised that way. However, I understand the power and the position of the man in my life, of my husband. Mm-hmm. I, I understand, I reverence and I respect it. Mm-hmm. Okay? I understand that w- what submission means. Okay, mm-hmm. because I'm not going to submit under a false or evil authority. I'm, right. It's just not going to happen. Right. But if I know that he is submitted to God and he's listening to the Father, then I don't have a problem submitting to his counsel. Mm. Okay. So, so men, please know it's not that we're anti-submission. Okay, it's we're anti-rulership and and your evil controlling domain. Ooh, that's what yeah. we have a problem with. You, you about to make me scream in this loud. <laughs> because it's real talk. I mean, we need to have these discussions but, and, and turn the lights on in these little dark areas that so many are hiding that don't want, mm-hmm. don't want that to be seen. And we're opening up the closet getting these skeletons out. And that's what I said. Men, don't and take this defensive position, posture, you got to be a part of the empowerment and the and the the inspiration. Now, I want to say this: it's not even about. Well, it's all women, all girls, the daughters of God, and those of you listening who just may not know Jesus. Because we're going to talk about that in a minute. It's not about saying all women are are weak. No, I'm not saying that. But there is a disparaging percentage that are on the bridge, and the bridge gets busted up. And then, like what you just said, that step back. And, and, and I'm like, oh, we just got to continue to empower. And maybe I'm just cut from a different cloth because my wife would tell you she's free. She do what she needs to do as we are one. And what you said, you're not submitted to a ruler or a landlord. I thought that's awesome. But, guys, we got to be a part of the solution. We got to be a part of the solution. The first little thing for for the man, um, Apostle. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you no, off. No, go ahead. Go ahead. If if the man is submitted to God, the woman has no problem submitting to him mm-hmm. because he's the example. God put him as the head, and the head is supposed to set the example. If we can see you men submitting to God, allowing Him to lead God and direct your life, then we don't have to have Him submitted to you. Because we're already submitted to our Father. 
So whereas there are times, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example, because mm. there are times where, you know, we just just because of who we are, we think we know everything. And I'm just being honest, as a woman, mm-hmm. we just, sometimes we think that, right? Years ago, we were living in Florida, and my husband came to me one day and said, baby, you know what, I think we ought to sell the house. I looked him straight in his eye and said, the devil is alive, I'm not selling my house. <laughs> Okay, and and I said that with all conviction because God had given us such a powerful testimony to get us in that house. Mm-hmm. And so I just, you know, the blessing of God, he led God and directed, he opened up doors, he performed miracles, he did all of that for us to be in that home. So I'm like, hmm, no, this is of God, right? I'm not giving up my house. I kid you not, Apostle, a month later, I was in my prayer closet, and the Lord crystal clearly said, I want you to sell the house. Mm. Now, of course, I didn't tell God the devil was alive. And I was just like, okay. And I was, because I was kind of hurt and taken back, mm-hmm. but this is what he told me. And normally, and well, uh, many times, let me put it that way, God won't explain himself. That's okay, right. He'll just tell you. But this particular time he did, he said, I'm pulling you back. And he gave me the analogy. He said, when you put an object in a slingshot, the farther you pull it back, you let it go, the farther it propels forward. I'm pulling you back so that I can propel you forward. That was for someone right there. That was for someone right there. I'm just saying it right there. I was blown away. And I promise three months later, we sold with the house, the house sold. Maybe not even three months, maybe two months later, the house sold. Apostle, this was just before the house crashed. Mm. See? I had no way of knowing. And so where we made a profit on the house, the woman that bought the house, she got ready to sell it. She so we've got to understand that even in our our holiness and our righteousness and I'm fasting and praying, right. and God knows and all of this, you better, if you have a man that's following after God, hear God's voice when you speak. And if you question it, then go to God mm-hmm. and let God bring clarity to it. Okay? So that you don't miss your blessing. Right. God. Now, man. my husband at that moment was that bridge that you're talking about to get us to the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Had I just been totally, totally rebellious, I rebelled against him. But when God spoke, it was like, mm, okay. And I, I laugh all the time because I tell people, I said, I know my husband probably be. That's yours. You deal with it. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Because we do that. We do that. <laughs> and and God is true to his word yep. to, to you gentlemen that you find a good thing and obtain favor so God will step in and talk to us when you get your favor. <laughs> so God is good. See, that's Proverbs 31 there. Very important. Yes, 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 yes. You know, so it's, it's important. It's very important. Like I feel like I'm on a merry-go-round because these are these are literally my favorite. This is why I call them conversations. 
because it's, it's authentic. It's you're, what you're going to get is what you need to get. And I'm listening to Dr. Corlette, and it's like the Holy Spirit is saying, now go here. Let me take you here. Let me take you here. This is your best life. This is the show. How to live your best life. You be better in your authenticity. Dr. Colette, what does the kingdom mean to you? I know. I think I have the answer, but no. Go ahead. What does the kingdom mean to you? My seat of authority. Ooh. Ooh. It's where I reign from. I reside. We have dual citizenship. Yep. And kingdom is not just a buzzword in Christendom. Okay? Right. Christ preached the kingdom. He taught the kingdom. We were given the keys to the kingdom. Mm Mm-hmm. Think about it. All to rule and reign in this earth realm, but we are first and foremost citizens of the kingdom of heaven before we were ever citizens of this earth realm. So our rulership within this earth realm, when he said, be fruitful, multiply, do take dominion, we do that from our seat authority in the kingdom. Mm. That's true. That's 100%. Study your Bible. Don't just read it. Study the Gospels. This is, she's giving you so much seed. It's like you pull up to a buffet and you're being served. And not everyone's going to eat off the same plate because as you noticed during this episode, what we're doing is just by the lens of the Holy Spirit in this conversation, he is just placing the right amount of portion, the right amount of food for everyone to eat. This is why, you know, you guys got to connect with Dr. Dr. Corlett because she's a woman of influence. And I mean that. You know, this isn't just show talk. This is, she is who she is, and she is authentic. And by the way, how is your husband doing? He is so much better. Thank you so much for asking. God has been so faithful. Awesome. So So I know we had a setback, not a step back. I love what, I got to, I'm going to have to buy that from you. (laughs) Give you some (laughs) credit. I'll sell it to you for free 99. How about that? (laughs) But I'm glad that um, he's doing better. And uh, another thing I wanted to ask you, and I, wanted, I alluded to it listening to you because I picked up on it. Women who are broken. I know like you're, this is one of your passions is, is extending and reaching to broken women. And one, I won't say apostasy. I'll just say who's broken, maybe blaming father, um, is mad against the world. What and how would you, I don't know, what would you say to that person? First and foremost, please don't see him as mere man. Don't judge him like you would mere man. Um, because when you claim to be angry at God, okay, then you're reducing him to someone that you feel you have the power, authority, and right to be angry with. So don't don't do that. Don't do that. He is your lifelong. Understand that he is the only one that can actually step in your heart and heal your brokenness. I, I remember I'll never forget this talking to a woman many, many years ago and she was coming from a place of Catholicism mm-hmm. and she said to me it's easier for me to pray to Mary than it is for me to pray to God. Wow. Because 
Mm, okay. And so she had a hard time identifying God with Father. And so I said to her, first and foremost, because I grew up in Catholicism, went to Catholic school for many years. I said, well, first and foremost, Mary can't help you. <laughs> well, let's start there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I said, and then once you get past that, I don't equate God to the damaged vessel that your father was. Mm. Because any father that would abuse his child rather than love and protect her was damaged. God is not damaged. He's not damaged. He loves you unconditionally and is the only one that can heal you of that hurt and pain and abuse you spread out the hands of your father. So you, we, we've got to stop God as mere man and equating him to to the, the antics and the things man does. Right. I understand disappointment. I understand that. But if you're angry, quote unquote, with God, you're misappropriating your emotions. Don't do that. Don't do that. Lee, open up your heart so that the one, the one that can come in heal you of that hurt and pain is free to do that. God is a gentleman in that respect. He won't force himself on you. I, I was ministering when I was getting my doctorate. Actually, it was chapel night, and I was a minister. And we were talking um, in, in my, my word that God had given me that night. He gave me a natural equation to explain why he gave us free choice. I said, if it was me and I was God, I don't think I'd have gave us freedom of choice. I know, right? She was wrong so many times. I know, right? I don't really think I understand that. But he explained to me, in the natural realm, if somebody claims to love you but then forces itself upon you, you call it rape. Right. It's not love. He's like, I, I would never rape you. Oh, God, that's powerful. I would never myself upon you. My love is yours regardless. But yours is the choice to love me back. And that's what makes that love so special. Because you choose to love him. Because you choose to serve him. Not because you're forced into it. So if you're looking at God as this pirate that's making you do something, you're seeing him in the wrong place. And I, this is another thing I want to put out there, just because I know we're, we're pressed for time. Quickly, stop identifying the universe um, and with okay, because he is not the universe. He is the creator of the universe. Big difference. Big difference. Big difference. He is not, he is not just a high power. He is the highest power. So he doesn't have an identity crisis. Don't give him one in your mind. <laughs> okay? So, therefore, don't try to identify him as mere man because he's not. Uh, you're killing me. This is, I'm telling you, this this is special. I really hope, and very honestly, that you're receiving something of substance because this is, you know, we'll tell you, I 
caller and saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to be doing this, this, that, and the other. This is conversation. Your best life. She is speaking into your best life. You just now pick it up. She is speaking and serving you in this conversation how to have your best life. Woman after God's heart. I, I, I call you woman, woman after God's heart. I really do when I'm watching your videos. The Kingdom Influencer, what is this about? It's, a, it's about um, taking your place as a Kingdom Ambassador, understanding it. First of all, we'll take you into an introspective place because you have to examine who you are before you can influence somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. You have to examine your motives. You have to examine how you perceive other people because if you can't see them through God's eyes and you can't speak into the potential that they hold, so in being a kingdom influencer, we were created to rule and reign. As I said, the mm-hmm. subtitle of the book is Establishing Kingdom Reign. We were created to rule and reign in this earth realm, and we do that by influencing others to understand their place in the kingdom, understand the potential they hold. We were created with greatness, with gifts and talents, every single one of us. So for those of you that are listening that think you don't have Yes, you do, because you were created by the Almighty in his image and in his life. So I promise you, there is greatness within you. Okay? You just have to tap into him, tap into that source. And so it, it walks you through um, identifying who you are in him. It walks you through the importance of your mindset and how you perceive yourself, how you perceive others, and how you perceive the assignment. God has given you. And it just it takes you on a journey to get to that place where you can rule and reign from your seat of authority in the kingdom. And understanding who you are as a kingdom ambassador. Think about this, Apostle. In the natural, when an ambassador goes to a foreign land, that embassy that he sits up and establishes, once you cross that gate on that property, you no longer in the land in which you're, you, you're at. Mm-hmm. You have crossed over into sovereign land of the country that you represent. Mm-hmm. So if we're establishing the kingdom in this earth realm, then we're establishing a portal, a way, an embassy as a kingdom ambassador for people to step out of just the realm of this earth realm into the realm of the kingdom so that they can understand importance of their first place of citizenship. They can put all the laws on the books that they want to that are an abomination against the law of God, and it does not matter. Because, again, first and foremost, I have to obey the laws of my first place of citizenship. That's right. Secondly, you gave me free choice. So I don't care what's on the book. That's right. Okay. So we're fighting the wrong battle. We're so busy fighting and and adopting to different mindsets when, wait, no, I'm sorry, I represent the kingdom. Let me lay it by example. Mm-hmm. And just because man said this is okay, God said it wasn't, so therefore I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, it's really simple. And if I'm to show you a more excellent way according to the word of God, then I live out an example before you. So that you can 
can see the difference. So that you can see untainted love. So that you can see God resides within me so that the brilliance that illuminates from me is not of me, it's of him. And therefore, that is when I can influence your life. Um, I'm getting my copy, and I'm not just saying it because I know this woman after God's heart. I'm actually getting my copy because this is Kingdom DNA, and I want you to go to Amazon.com and grab your copy of this book. I want you to go ahead and do it right now. As you're listening to this show, go to Amazon.com. Yes, you. Do it right now. You will be blessed. And then when you're done, if you don't buy it for someone else, Pass it on to someone else. But I want you to buy it for someone else as a gift to someone else. Where, can they, where else can they contact you, Dr. Corlett, where they can get uh, where they can get their hands on the book, where they can, if they have questions, if they're at the bridge, well, okay. where can they go? How can they get to you? So, so book is on Amazon.com. As you said, Kingdom Influencer, or put my name in it. My name is spelled C-O-Y-L-E-T-T-E, Corlett James. Or you can go to my website, which is kingdominfluencer.life, kingdominfluencer.life, and you can connect with me there. Um, I'm on Facebook as Elder Coilette, um, Elder Coilette James. I'm on Instagram as Elder Coilette. I'm on Twitter as Minister Coilette. Um, I'm just all over there. Just Google me. Just You're Google fine. And, you know, I think on that TikTok, did I see that correctly? Oh, my because I have a couple of friends that keep urging me, girl, you do those morning um, inspirations, you need to be on TikTok. I a pop, I don't know if that's my platform, because I just <laughs> haven't been able to just really, really close me up to TikTok. But yes, I am on there. I've got a couple of videos on there, not a lot. <laughs> but um, I've got a lot on Facebook. i got a lot on Instagram. Um, I'm on social media things. But, uh, yeah, my, my, my biggest influence is on Facebook. Facebook, she's on. She is on TikTok. <laughs> so when I saw that, I was like, she's what? <laughs> that is beautiful because I don't understand it, and I'm like, I don't get it. So, okay. Yeah, well, you, you, I'm right there with you. But one thing I do know, Apostle, is yeah. we have to stay relevant. Yeah. If we're going to reach the generations, we have to stay relevant. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. And
thanks for having me. I've really enjoyed my time. I know, me. i got to have you on again because um, we can just go. And there are just few of my influences, and I look at you as a mentor to me as well, just so you know. And I'm not this, okay, it's different. This is authentic. And when you have people in your influence, your, your sphere of influence, that they, they don't know the seed that they're sowing because they're sowing and the seed is sowing rich and they keep plowing and they keep plowing like a farmer. And so this one picks up the seed that got my seed. So thank you so much. I want to let you know that. Thank you so much. You guys, I want you to subscribe, like, share, and you have spent some time. Conversation with Dr. Coilette James, your best life. Share this episode, and this is something that's important to me. Share this, especially this episode, your best life. You know, you could be listening to different podcasts on any of your platforms. This is your best life, and we want to hear from you. If you have a question, uh, you want to get a hold of Dr. Coilette, we're going to have all the other information dropped here on your favorite platform. And before we close out, anything you want to share, Dr. Corlett? You know what? Just just be and embrace your authentic self. You know, just allow God to use you in the universe of which he created you. So, yeah, live your best life. <laughs> live your best life. That's awesome. Live your best life. You guys, thank you for being in the lab with yourself, myself, and Corlett. Conversation with Dr. Corlett. I appreciate you. I have nothing but gratitude and serious spiritual love to you. You are one of my brothers and thank you for being with me in the lab. This ends this episode. Get your next download coming up for the next interview later on in this week here. You've experienced the lab with Michael and Dr. Corlett. God bless.